questions. History. Religion. Grace. Hi, I'm Sarah. And I'm Rachel. Join us as we talk about our favorite TV shows and movies and point out grace. With some interesting twists and a little humor. You're listening to Who's Saying Grace. Welcome to Who's Saying Grace. Here we are back again, and we are in our third season of the show. And making sure I get this right, we are on season four of The Last Kingdom, the Netflix series, and we are doing episodes six through 10. And we, our brains, we watched this a little bit ago, and I'm we're going to do our best. We've got notes, and sometimes we're going, wow, that was a, that was a lot of information, Um in in that many you know to watch that many episodes and so uh we're not as I guess we're not as detailed and into it like scene for scene like we were sort of with other seasons um but we feel like we have a lot to get to and we want to um we want to do this justice and get through um to the other side so we can start some more things and get some more people involved I think as we progressed I've noticed that a lot of you could listen you could probably listen out of order if we wanted to, like just probably wise. And you probably could do okay, maybe after episode our episode four, um, with just listening to the podcast um without having watched the show. However, you're missing out. Yes. And we would say if this is the first one you've ever listened to of our podcast, go back, listen to the first ones, even though. I don't know. We, I think we've gotten better, better over over this, time. but maybe not, maybe not. Maybe we're just the same, but yeah. go back, start at the beginning and yeah. watch the show. Even if you, so if you've never watched the show, go back and start at the beginning and watch it. Now I will say you can't really watch it with your kids. It's right. got a lot of, um, blood, guts, sex, it's sex, drugs, and rock people. And roll people. <laughs> right. So you got to be cautious of that, but yeah. you really should go back because the themes, the content, you know, just compare what we're saying about it with what you're seeing, write down your thoughts, questions. We'd love to discuss more about it. You know, look at details. We'll go Maybe back we and missed. discuss. Yeah. Yeah. We, so we'll watch. I guarantee I'll watch. I mean, we've watched all the episodes, but I will go back and watch this show forever. It's my favorite show. I love it. And then go back. Even if you've watched the show, the this, this series, you probably binged watched it because I know I did the first time I watched the show. I <laughs> totally, we could not stop because we just, we kept had, to, we had to see what was going to happen next. I have, So go uh, back and yeah. watch it slower and listen to the podcast and tell, give us your thoughts. My friend, Julie is, um, she started a couple days ago. Cause I've been just posting a little bit about it. And, um, she, I, she's supposed to be moving and she's packing and she's like, okay, I'm going to put this on in the background while I'm packing. And my DMS from her were just exploding. Cause she's like, what is happening? I can't believe they're doing this. And then she was watching and then she'd go listen to the podcast and then she'd watch another episode and listen to the podcast. So she was like, it's going along with it so well. And I was like, thank you. And oh, I, good. so, you know, I, I love it because I don't know if her, we've never really discussed religious views a lot. Um, but she actually did some healing work on me when I was at a retreat with her, which was super cool. And, um, cause I'm just convinced 
a lot of our disease and everything comes from trauma. And it was funny because she was, she had me like, she was like, oh my gosh, this energy, let's pull this in here. Let's pull this in a little bit. And um, so I like that, you know, I don't think she's, I think she'd be thinking more like us with Christianity. Um, I think I would love to have her on the show because I think she is now, she goes, I hate you. And I love you for this. She goes, because <laughs> I can't stop watching. And she's through, I mean, like within a few days, she's like on season four already. So nice. you keep going on it and it's good. You just can't stop. You cannot no. stop. And you know, I remember when I, I love the show, the office and, um, Angela and, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Pam? Can I- Pam, Pam. Yeah. Pam, they Pam. Now have a, well, they're themselves. They're not the actors, but they have a podcast that is following along each episode and they're going back and talking about things. Yeah, it's pretty happen. funny. So that made the scenes. Me, yeah. So that made me think kind of what we're doing here. People could, like you just said, watch the show in tandem, like my friend Julie is doing and, or watch a few episodes and then come listen to a few episodes of us or, or whatever. Cause I think it, it, it will also keep the spirit of the show alive because <laughs> come to the end and you're like depression. Now what do I do with my life? No, I'm kidding. It's not that bad, but <laughs> you know, what do I do with my life now? I've been, you get, you know, do you do this? You watch a show, especially if you're binging it. It's kind of like a good book. You come out of it and you're like, oh, right. The real world is happening. Yes. Yes. I just read, I do a lot of audio books. And so I just listened to I just finished an audio book by um, Jamie Wright and it's called the worst missionary ever. Okay. And I'm listening to it and she's tells this, she basically it's a memoir. So she's talking about her life and her kids and her husband and how they became missionaries in Costa Rica. And I got so involved with her. I thought she was my best friend. Like I, I think that she's, with me, like I'm part of her life and I'm not, <laughs> I don't like, if I DM'd her, she'd be like, who the heck are you? <laughs> right. And but I think that she's my best friend. I love, I love that you said that because that I am the queen of DMing. We all know this. I'm like, <laughs> I DM anybody. I don't care because social media, the word social we're supposed to be social. You know what? Don't answer me if you don't want to. It's not going to hurt my feelings. I'm like, I just need to thought out in the world. Somebody needs to hear it. Maybe they don't even see it, but maybe it's like my therapy of like diary. Like I want to respond when people put stuff out there. Why else do you put and it Isn't out? it nice when you get a response? When you put stuff out there, don't you want people to respond to it? Yeah. Positive or negative or questions or whatever. We or want people to respond. Yeah. yeah. Because humanity. So I like responding to people too. I don't, sometimes I think I overthink it and I think (laughs) what I say isn't going to make sense. And so I'll write something out and I'll be like, oh no, that sounds bad. They're going to take it the wrong way. I can't say that. And so I'll delete it and then I'll rewrite it again a different way. And I'll be like, oh no, that sounds worse. Delete, 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 delete. And then I'll be like, okay. So anybody, if you ever get a DM from me, just know that I have spent 45 minutes trying to make it say something that compliments you and conveys my thoughts without like hurting your feelings, because we all know I'm not fluffy. And we talk about this, that I'm very direct. And so sometimes need emoji. My, my words are not taken so 
I don't know, complimentary. So just know that I am really trying to compliment you because you would, you'll know if I'm going to, I don't know that I would ever send someone a nasty DM. So anyway, I I have the best of intentions. So always think the good. And you know what? That's just a good way to live too, because I think, is it the Gottman Institute on marriage that they always say, think the best in people. So when somebody says something to you, whether it's positive or negative, always think that they're doing it in a way to compliment you and your relationships will be much better. So always think of when somebody is saying something like when I'll ask my husband, you know, what do you want for dinner tonight? And I say it like that. Mm -hmm. I want him to receive it as Oh, Hey, hon, I hope you had a good day and you look really good today. And what do you, what, what would you like for dinner? I'm, I'm thinking maybe spaghetti or I don't know, maybe some steak <laughs> or what do you think? But no, I say it like, what do you want for dinner? What do you want for dinner? <laughs> right. I have to do this again. So if we all... good for you. <laughs> so if we always think the best, even when they don't say it real fluffy, oh, man. then our relationships will be so much better. It is. And it's that it was always the under, under, under. We had to do that yesterday with the thing at work. I had to go, hey, I know both of you, you know each other. Let's get to what's really happening here. Cause it's in the semantics. It's in the, it's in the verbiage in the, what, what happened to you that you're now applying to what's being done right now. It's, oh, I have to go. Okay. The, the commenting and the DMing like comment, you know, we would love comments as well. And we want your feedback. So when you right. listen to our episodes, we want to get involved. Because again, like I said, social media to me means we're socializing. And I think it's so cool. Like lately I've had, I was telling friends the other day, I'm kind of overwhelmed because I've done this to myself. I love people. I love humanity. At the same time, I don't <laughs> like them, but I like them. Okay. I think people are like, my social media is filled. I try and fill it with positivity. And or people that get me to think outside the box and people that I don't agree with, but I don't really go into it like I want to fight these people. I just want to know what humanity is thinking. I want to know where they stand. Because somebody asked me the other day, like, why do you care? I'm like, because I'm surrounded by all of this and I don't want to be in my little bubble and box and only have my view. That's a, I don't right. think a wise way to live. I want to, and I, I'm not scared. I don't think God gets mad at me if I'm questioning things or looking at something different or entertaining something. I, I know where my roots are and what I believe. And so, um, I got myself overwhelmed because I, like you said, like I will follow these people and like, I know I'm not friends with them. I know I'm not, but there is a little bit of a connection, especially if they write you back. And so then you're like, and then I'm like, what are they, what is this doing? What is this person doing in their life today? What is this person? And I'm like, what fun are they up to today? And not in like a, oh, I need to be doing that too. I just, I, it's like my form of television, I guess. I don't know. Or my form of like, when we were in high school, you got to be around all these people. And as an adult, you're not as much because you're having to do all the things and the tasks. I like don't know. Work. <laughs> yeah. And then you've got your friendships that are on there. So I'm just like, I would love my job to be that I just am on there and I'm just encouraging people. <laughs> and like, you have to figure people. out how to get paid. Yeah. How do I get paid for this? Because it's not like I, we I have to have 10,000, 10, subscribers, right. Or 10,000 
Are you starting followers? To get yeah, you, you have to have ten thousand. Okay, start people. following us. We, we need, need you. 10, Although I really, I like my job too. So I, that's not me. I don't want to be on social media all the time. I'll do that. I'll leave that to you. I love our conversations about religion. I love hearing what people's faiths are, what they grew up in, how they came to those conclusions. Because at the end of the day, I think a lot of us, it really is the same thing, which was you know, very eye-opening that a lot of times we just use different words. It's, it's exactly like in the last kingdom when the Saxons believe in heaven and the Danes believe in Valhalla, it's heaven or whatever you want to call it. Valhalla, it's the same thing really. And they have, the Saxons have a God, the Danes have gods. I mean, there might be a little bit of a discrepancy there, but it's still a higher power that is I would say in control, we don't really think they're manipulating things, but a higher power that was the creator, let's say it that way. There is a creator of things. So again, I think it's all very similar. We just need to have more discussions about it and see, get to the basic of what's the definition of that. We have to define our words. Words have deep meanings. They can have multiple meanings and that's where we get into trouble. I agree. Well, you want to, I will say this last little thing and have a little entry. I am going to start, I told Sarah, we just had this great conversation before he got on here. And I'm like, I'm going to record it to use because we just get in these discussions that one little thing will spur us. And then we just go, like it started off talking about jeans today, literally (laughs) blue jeans. Because Because guys, I have not bought a pair of jeans in probably five years because I love my, my American Eagle stretchy, (laughs) um, uh, what do you call them now? What am I even thinking? Not straight leg jeans, but my, um, maybe a bootleg. No, no. The tight ones. Oh, skinny jeans. Skinny jeans. And I swore. And I would have sworn, you know, 10, 15 years ago, you could not have paid me to wear a <laughs> pair of those. And so now that's all I want to wear. And they're no more because they're not in style. I don't think. Who cares? And I'm totally out of style and I don't know what jeans to buy. And I'm not sure about these mom jeans because pretty sure I wore those as a seven-year-old and they had little pleats in the front and they were terrible. My Jordache jeans. Yeah. I really can't go back to that. So I'll send help. I need, and I've got to step it up. Like I want to be that 70 year old lady that is super put together, fancy. So the other day we had someone as a um, family member, I work at a surgery center. So we had a family member come in and she's 70 years old and she was beautiful. Like she was just put together. And one of my coworkers and I looked at each other and we're like, dude, we got to step it up. If we want to look like her when we're 70, we have got to step it up (laughs) because, you know, we wear scrubs and we put our hair in hats and we just, it doesn't even matter what we look like, but I've got to get some jeans guys because mine have holes in them. Even though that was the, even though that was the style, I can't, I've got to do something about it. I got you. Send help. I I brought all my jeans out because I like all the styles. I'll wear (laughs) 
<laughs> and I love when they help you, but I mean, I'll wear a skinny jean, I'll wear a flare, I'll wear a seventies, I'll wear a mom, I'll wear, and I've got what told you I went and got those nineties jeans. Love them. I don't and know about that. I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm pretty, we're going jeans my ways. We're going to have fun. <laughs> and then, but, but you can get stay like, tuned, stay tuned. <laughs> so speaking of jeans, let's jump in. But I'm bump. I said I was going to lead us in with jeans and jeans. Um, All right. Our discussion went all over the place that started with jeans. But then I said, hey, this episode has a lot of offspring relationships going on. So those jeans have a lot to do with it. And it's just so crazy the way that they think that. So I know they say all the time that God puts men on thrones. And that is just control. I mean, really think about that. Think about when we say that God put the president in control, God put these kings in control. No, he did not. He did not do that because if he did, he sucks at it. Like he really sucks at it. You would think the creator, the Jesus man giver, could do something better than what we've been handed down. God, Come on. I mean, really. You're giving us. Well, it was for a purpose, Sarah. It's for a purpose. Was it? Was yeah. it? Well, it's a stinky purpose and you suck <laughs> at your purpose too. So it there's that. Yeah. Can we just not say that? Can we just say we, I mean, I told you today that I feel like God's like patting me on my head a lot of times going, they're there. They're there. It's okay. You'll get there. <laughs> like, it can just, God can have as much power without saying that God did certain things. And right. So God he created the world. He created people, but now we get to make our own choices. We get to do stupid stuff, guys. Like yeah. we get to do really stupid choices. And we're really good at it. We get to make good choices too. There's a lot of people that make really good choices. Hence Utrid. Ethel fled. Yes. They make good choices. They are really good leaders. They are leaders that we want to find and follow. They are good examples of leadership. And guess who isn't a good example of leadership? Now, I would say, obviously, Ethel Red. Ethel Red was a terrible leader. Alfred had his moments. You know, he did. He really. Yeah, I think. In his heart, he really did have some good. Um, he still was very prideful in certain ways and and made choices for himself solely and and preserving his control, which is a to me very manipulative. And Aylesworth, Aylesworth, she had the same issue. She had a lot of pride. She wanted it her way. She manipulated things to get it her way. Yeah. She sort of cared about the people, but only when it benefited her. And Brita also, Brita was very prideful. Ooh. We see that. We're going to see that here. We've got some really good stuff coming up with Brita in season five. Man, she has some major, major um, decisions or just a lot happens with her. Yeah. So it'll be interesting, but man, they're out for blood. They don't Ed- care. We got Edward as a leader. We got Sid Trigger as a leader. The Sig whale. trigger. Let's talk about him too, man. He is a good leader. 
He's a mm-hmm. very good leader. He thinks things through. Being he wants what he wants the good for people. He's not trying to rush into battle and all about the glory. And yeah, I think that's what we're looking for. We need people who are going to, we need leaders who are going to compromise and are going to negotiate, who are going to think things through. Because what is so bad about having your own personal opinion and what you would do maybe for yourself, but yet maybe for the greater good, it's different. Right. And I think we saw that with Ethel fled. Ethel fled had to deny her love for Uhtred in order to save her daughter, to save her people. Mm-hmm. And that was really important to her. She could have made the decision to go with Uhtred and a lot of people could have died and a lot of people suffered, but instead, you know, she chose to suffer herself. Now, again, was she, yes, I hate that she had to give up her love, you know, the happiness in her life. But Mm -hmm. I think that, um, had, had the situation been changed in the government of that time, um, the, the Witten, had they been a little more lenient on things, I think she could have had both. She really could have had both. It's such a power. I mean, this is where I see in this show, um, a manpower where the men, you know, th- that old way of thinking right. where the men are the, the power, right? But you see these women yes. here like Aylesworth, like um, Edith, Hild, Uhtred's and wife. They, like they all make of- those comments too. They make the comments like Edith even said, we were taught to be used. We're taught to be servants of men. We're taught, right. this is what we're taught. So- she joins this up is- with Uhtred and um, Ar- uh, I'm about to call him Arnest. Uhtred, <laughs> Mark and Arnest and Alex. Um, she's <laughs> joining up with Finan, Citric, and Uhtred. Uhtred. And this is not what I'm- And Baby Monk. And Baby Monk. Baby Monk. This is not how I'm used to being treated. Right. She's treated she's like, as an equal. She's respected. That's who she's actually having that conversation with Baby Monk, I think. She's like, this is not normal of how things, you know, and then I think she has a conversation with Uhtred too, while they're kind of all getting ready to go to sleep. Okay. And I love that, that, um, she's not seen as a whore. She's seen as respected, um, that, you know, she had to do the things she had to do to survive. And, um, I think her and Uhtred have a conversation about, you know, how do you know that this is the right path? And, um, she said, she looks for signs and Uhtred says he looks to the gods and then it's just mysterious. You know, and I just love their conversation because they had a good, I mean, they were, you could tell they respected each other. Uhtred wasn't talking down to her. It was, it seemed very equal. So I'm going to, I'm going to try something on for size. I'm not sure this is making me think of modern because bringing it to some modern day stuff. So I think of Stiora, very powerful, young, right, up and coming in the show, right? And right. I think right now what I feel in our world is these polar opposites on so many issues that are just so extreme to one side to the other. But if I stop and I look within my bubble or a little bit bigger than my bubble, but I look around to what I've surrounded myself with, I think people are more in the middle of things. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and I think we all generally want the same things. 
Like Uh I think people inherently want the good. Right. Right. And so I see, I think what we also forget is like, if we stop and see how much has changed and how much let's, let's take the woman issue. Cause that's what we're talking about right now. Yes. I, I think there is this balance of, I think, um, feminism is really important and I right. don't, but the way for my personal opinion, I like parts of chivalry. I like absolutely being cared for and taken care of because I am, because female and male are not the same to me, whether you mm-hmm. want to talk about it, boy, girl, female, male, feminist, masculine, whatever, that doesn't all always mean the same thing, but my feminine side enjoys that and wants to be, mm-hmm. there's a softness, a gentleness in me that, that I believe is created in with my makeup. And so with that, I also am not going to be a doormat and I'm not going to be pregnant and barefoot in the kitchen. I think that is old school thinking. I think that that is not godly thinking. Mm-hmm. And I think that these women, so I'm watching, okay. So you have these women Aleswith and Edith and Stiora and Hild and Ethelfled and Uhtred's wives and all of these women. There are so many people like that. So you can choose to be around those people and that will expand and expand and expand these mm-hmm. things, these ideas that start off so small. It takes a long time for them to become like, we are making progress. Like I, I feel like so much negativity and mm-hmm. sometimes we have to go all the way this way to get to here. Right. Because we're so far this way. And I don't want to go all the way this way. I want to find that inner, that middle the balance. Yeah. The balance, the balance. My daughter has a tattoo that reminds it's a scales <laughs> that she has. Cause she's like, mom, you always say balance. You always say balance. So now she has to look at it for the rest of her life and remember balance. But I think that this shows like this are great they show so many things and like with this, you know, that women are brilliant. And we talk about what would, if women led the world, what would that look like? I mean, that would be pretty cool, but I like, yeah, so let's think, wait a minute, just a minute. Let's think about that for a minute. I want everyone, I, like I want everyone to think about if women ran the world, sit with that for just a minute. Does that scare you? And I don't know if there's any men listening to this, but if something happened and women took over, let's just say took over the world and ran everything. They were all the CEOs. They were the presidents. They were the teachers. Well, they're already the teachers mostly, but they're, well, let's say running everything. Yeah. Okay. So they're running, they're the priests. They're everything. Does that scare you? That's a good question. So let's sit with that for a minute. Why does that scare you? What about that scares you? So now imagine you're a woman and men are in every position, every, you know, men are in every position of power, except for maybe school teachers. And I don't know that I would say they're but the powerful, but they do teach. Principals are usually men. Yeah. It is changing. So, I'm seeing a lot more. That's that changing but part. As women, are we scared? Are we scared that men have all the power? I don't know that I'm scared of that. But again, why, if you're a man and you're listening to this and you're scared, if women are in all the higher positions, 
why does that scare you when that's what we as women have every day? So why shouldn't we be scared? Why shouldn't we be scared that men have all the power? Yeah. It's it's just balance it. Balance it. I like balance. And I am seeing it happening. My mom is a beautiful, beautiful example of someone who was in a, was in a very high position as a woman. I love that. And lots of friends I have, I have a friend that's a principal. Um, and, and I'm, so I'm seeing it, we see prime ministers coming in as women and, and it's going to get that, but I don't want it to go so far the other way. Sure. More, but in my opinion, it is, we need that balance. And again, let's think about too, not just women, but let's think about, um, even if we said Asians ruled the whole world. Yeah. All Asians. Does that scare you? Or let's say all black women. Yeah. All black women ruled the world. Does that scare you? And then think about what the world really looks like right now. And why, why would you think that that would not scare everybody that's not identifying with the person who has all those positions. So again, it's just about balance. We're trying to balance it all out. Give everyone opportunity. Now, if you also think, here's another thing you should think about. If you think that, let's just say, um, I don't, I don't want to, okay. I don't want to put a stigma on anything, but if you're, if you don't think that a, let's just say white woman is smart enough to do it, because you think white men are smarter or, you know, what, what do you really think about that? Are they the only ones that are capable? Because why do they, you know, most of your, I don't even know. I'd like to, I need to look at what the, um, not population, but what the enrollment is at like your, your Ivy league colleges. Like we think Mm -hmm. of those as the smartest people in the world. What's the percentage of white males in the Ivy league colleges? Is it like a huge amount compared yeah. to I wish, minorities. I just, I just but hope anyway. to a point where it doesn't matter because I also don't want to say white, all white men are evil and bad. No, and, absolutely you know, not. It should be no, all no, no, white no. people. I wish it were like, remember the, I think it's a dating game. You couldn't see the other, you couldn't see, you could only hear. Right. Like, I feel like, and I, oh my gosh, I even think when um, stuff started being put on television, things changed because people could see. And like, now that we have all the True. social media, people can see, like, if you just had a resume and you just had voice questions, like, why don't we do that? But also you have to think about names. Names are a big deal. I read a book I've heard one people time. change their names. Because I love, if you guys have ever heard of Austin Channing, um, so she has a great book out there and I don't know why I can't think of it right now, but I'm terrible with words, Austin Channing. We'll, okay. um, put a link. I'm still here. Yeah. That's the name of her book. I'm still here. Got it. Okay. Anyway, she, um, grew up. So she's a black woman and her parents, um, named her Austin. And she tells the story in her book, her parents named her Austin because it was a very prominent white male name. And they knew that when she would go to apply for colleges and jobs, that if they named her a typical, you know, black girl name, they would throw that resume out. 
and not that they it's subconscious. It's not that somebody's consciously doing that. You just automatically, when you hear someone's name, you automatically subconsciously think of, you put them in a category, you put them in a category, whether you think they're super smart or maybe a little bit further down on the knowledge scale. <laughs> and again, I have another, another, um, reference to or example of that is that language language when people speak in big words they seem more knowledgeable so um you know when you hear someone that speaks in a southern drawl i we automatically tend to think that they're ignorant mm -hmm. and we i have some family some southern family that they speak and sometimes I'm like, what in the heck are you saying? Like, I, I can't even understand. And it sounds so ignorant, but they are some brilliant people. I mean, they, they do things and are able to, but could they go to college? I don't know. Cause you got to use all these big fancy words, but they can do amazing, brilliant work that nobody else can do. Well, they're, they're really geniuses in their trades, that but we put all this. Yeah we put all this fanfare on people that use these big words. Well, also because we put the, you know, who, everything I go back to, I'm always like, who freaking decided this? How did we in yes. society decide this? You are smart. If you do this, it's like, I was trying to have this conversation about equal pay, not mm -hmm. even equal pay, about a living wage. Right. Mm -hmm. So for me, I think $30 an hour is a living wage in my okay what I believe to be a living wage. Cause we even talked about living wage means something different, but I think if everybody were paid $30 an hour, let's say we're going to go to that kind of society and everything's mm -hmm. the same as right now, you could live comfortably. I think that's around $62,000 a year. You mm -hmm. could live comfortably. Like you could have health insurance. You could have these different things. Depending on how many children you have. Right. Um, Cause having four children on 60,000 is hard. And I know that sounds very privileged because I know there's a lot of people out there who probably have way less, way less, but I know we probably made around that when we had four kids and it, we struggled. It was hard. Yeah. So let's say you have a, a couple kids or a kid, but yeah. I think as an individual, don't even yeah, as a single person, let's just say a person. single person, right. $30 an hour is going to allow you to have health insurance, to have a phone, to have a car, a car works, not a car, an apartment an apart. Yes. And you could maybe take a couple vacations a year and you right. can buy clothing and you can buy, you know, you're just not, you can eat food that is actually good for you. And, and, and so we were talking about this and, but we have this hierarchy you know, even you can see that stuff in the last kingdom, you see these hierarchies, mm -hmm. it, right. And where people stand. And we talked about this at the very beginning of the series, the Danes came there because they needed resources, right? They need crazy. land so that they can live and survive. Cause God isn't coming were... to test the Saxons. He wasn't, God's no. not trying to make everybody a Christian by the Danes coming over there. But we look, and I don't think I can ever see society changing because until you value, we were even talking about within a restaurant, people wanting to be paid more money and I get it. But if you said, okay, everybody in here is going to, we're going to bring everything in and everybody's going to make the same amount. 
And you don't mm-hmm. think that people would look and go, oh, the disher, I, we're going to make the same amount because we have put a value on, right. you know, and that's, that happens within my company where, mm-hmm. you know, what I want to charge an hour, people aren't going to pay. And right. I'm trying so darn hard to figure out how to help my employees. Like I'm trying to start another company so that I can give this company to my employees. I would love to do that because you look at this. I'm like, it's never going to get there because never people are not going to value. So let's think about what about this too. So I work in a surgery center yeah, and same. the amount, the wage ranges is phenomenal. Like phenomenal. You can't even grasp what the difference in pay between our lowest paid employee and our highest paid employee, because those anesthesiologists, they are employees still. So you have this, what if, I mean, just wrap your minds around this. What if the cleaning lady made the same amount as the anesthesiologist or Let's even think about this. So, you know, there's a person that sterilizes instruments. That's really important, you guys. That is so people are really important. The cleaning people. Very important. I don't want a disease when I go in there. Exactly. Those anesthesiologists, they can't, they can't do their part without the cleaning people. You you can't have a dirty sterilizing people. Hospital or the sterilizing people. Like you, you have to have them. So again, entry. You can't do your job without these people. So why, why do we have such a astronomical wage difference? Okay. So my son always says, because it's um, not everybody can do an anesthesiologist job. So any, almost anybody can do the cleaning lady's job. I bring it, (laughs) bring it. No, I know. Okay. I gotcha. It takes a lot longer to educate an anesthesiologist than it does maybe a cleaning person. Okay, so there's where you right, have but it. it's what people want so to do. Said, yeah. Or you just have to. Um, there's there's not enough. It's supply and demand again. Yeah. You have supply and demand, and there's a lot more people able to do the cleaning, a lot less able to do. But again, those cleaning people are so critical. They're so critical. Okay. So just ridiculous. Let me, let me say this. So in the last kingdom, we've got all these hierarchies, but we've got all these people doing these different jobs to create. Like I always think of, I'm going to go with native American uh, culture. I'm, we destroyed that and I'm not going to get on that. That's for another day, but they had something so beautiful to me that this was community that they Mm -hmm. had, you know, this, each person did something. So I wonder, I, this is what I wonder if there were no pay in the world, like you just didn't get mm. paid for stuff. Like, I don't know how I'm, this is okay. This is so hypothetical. People don't come at me. It I'm, may not be with this whole AI and chat GPT. I know that's a whole nother thing. We're so indoctrinated with everything. Cause that's what I was questioning yesterday on some of my beliefs. And I'm not scared to question my beliefs. I'm not scared. Mm-hmm. I don't think God is gonna be like, hell right now. <laughs> Don't you think that, don't you think that <laughs> strike you dead, strike you dead right now. You're going to hell if you question what I've, <laughs> what's out there. Like to the point where I'm like, I can't believe what I believe. I'll say that sometimes. Cause I'll go, mm-hmm. it sounds like a mythical story when I'm talking about it, which exactly. is exactly so, so I'm, funny. 
I'm so far from what I was going to say. The hierarchy. Okay. Nobody's paid for anything. Would you do what you're doing now? Right. You would. I do. I really do love my job, even though I didn't really, I don't, I don't know why I ever chose it. It was easy at the time because I had little, I had kids and I needed to do a job that I could do, get educated quickly and make money. I would probably go back into teaching. I wish I could have been a doctor though. I really do. But I just, I had kids. I had to choose. I couldn't do both. You can do it I couldn't, they don't take you after, I don't think they'll let you go to med school after 50. I'm, I know, I think I'm too close. (laughs) I think you could be a doctor and that's a stupid rule. Anyway, I would love to, but even nurse practitioners, I could be a nurse practitioner, but it's not worth the responsibility. You get all the crap jobs that the doctors don't want to do. Yeah, you do. And then I don't know. You could, I could, and I could still make differences in people's but you lives. Got, we got but this to do. We got podcasts to do. I don't have time. For I got a good a gig doctor. where I'm at. I love my patients. I, well, I, I mean, did you hear me? I love I my coworkers. Have, I don't have time for you to become a doctor. We got stuff to do. We're changing the world. Okay. Right here with this podcast. But absolutely. I would go be a teacher. So I wonder in, you know, you think about the last kingdom and all these roles that they all played. And it's almost, um, I just wonder what would happen because they're not, it's kind of weird. They're not really, you don't really see the business side of the last kingdom. No, you don't see money exchange hands, except you do sometimes when they pay people to fight or they pay people. He made a lot of hitmen. Yeah, they do. They, they got for his story, right? But we don't see the business side of things, but I just wonder throughout time, you know, and how we valued, I wish, you know, I'd like to get in uh, Marty McFly's car. I would have gone way back. Like I want, I, I always am like, I don't know about that. First restaurant. When was the first, this, when, what, like, when did these things happen and why and who? The ale houses, duh. Me and ale house and the ale house rock. Um, so anyway, I think, you know, Siora and Sid Trigger, not to make this end the podcast, but at the ending, you know, you, they're, they're thinking of a utopian society that I'm like, heck yeah, let's get on board with that. Right. That's why I like, I like the way he thinks. I like the way he thinks about things. And in the end, well, we'll get there, but yeah. So we've got, we, we were going through the genes and the, and how God made Kings. I think one thing to touch on too this is a whole new subject. Spaghetti. 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 That's what we always say. That's Spaghetti. what we always say when we have to jump topics. Cause my husband, when we would be together and we haven't <laughs> seen each other in like three months, six months, year, whatever, we'd just be talking about all the things and we jump <laughs> to another subject and our brains can handle it for some reason. Cause we would just jump from subject to subject to subject. Back. And Mark would be like, wait, what are we even talking about? He was like, wait, we've moved on. what what's going on and have you ever read that book that's called men's brains are like waffles and women are spaghetti women's everything touches constantly everything relates to everything and for men and this is very apartmental stereotypical stereotypical I'm stereotyping men and women right now so but men are like waffles where they keep every thought in a different compartment and they don't touch and they have to like be very yeah dynamically separated <laughs> yeah so anyway um, spaghetti, so spaghetti new subject to baptism can we talk about that because we yes. do get to eat a dred's butt 
two tushies in this show. Right. Oh man, this Alex is gonna have to we're gonna have to name this episode Alex Tushy. Tushy. Because we had oh yeah, we had Toby's Tushy. So now yeah. we have to do Did we say Alex's Tushy? Yeah. Utred's um, Tushy. It sounds better. It sounds better. So Utred's Tushy. Yeah, but he's got to be baptized again. Again. So let's think about this, people. Okay. This More is thing. one of my things. This is one of my things. Sarah's build a dion. <laughs> one of those things. Baptism. Okay. What do you think of when someone says baptism? Are you, talking, are you asking me or are you asking? I'm just asking everyone, but yes, you too. What do we I'm always here. think about with baptism? Let's give a moment of, of people to think. Water. Okay, that's good. Um, and you can either dunk, immerse, sprinkle. sprinkle. You can have running water, stagnant water. It's all a thing. In the river. In the river, in the I pond. I think I've been baptized three times at least. In a I pool. Can in a bathtub. Yeah. But, but y'all, you know, it's better. You know what the best baptism is? <laughs> and I'm being very facetious here and I'm probably going to make people mad, but the best baptism is on Easter Sunday in a pond or maybe even a river, river. or maybe the, the okay. best one would be in the river. Jordan. Is that in Israel? I'm probably going to show my Lack on of- Easter. Could you imagine? Hashtag goals. <laughs> okay. Hashtag baptism goals. Sorry. Okay. Now let me explain why I am ridiculing. Lightning's this. coming. Because I'm going to hell. I know. When we, when we think of baptism, okay. Baptism is a word that needs to be defined. Baptism in the Bible means identification. You're identifying fully. With. That's where the immersion comes from. Immersion, water go down that rabbit trail, but let's not pull it back. <laughs> identification. It's about the word identification. You're identifying with a group of people. So of course, I love how the show shows that Utrid has to be identified different times with different people. Yeah. So he's water baptized when he's a kid because they needed to identify him as the new Lord of Bevanburgh. Okay. Then he's water baptized again. What's the second time? Oh my gosh. Now I've forgotten where the second time he's baptized. Oh, um, in front of Alfred. He's yeah. baptized to be a servant of Alfred. I think it, I can't remember now. He's See, got, I can't believe we've watched these shows a hundred times and we yeah, still can't Bayo remember exactly where. Again, because he's got to prove he's a Saxon again, that he's. Correct. So that he's identifying with the Saxons. Mm-hmm. Now he's being bap- water baptized again to be identified with the Mercian people. So, so then, we see so how this is again. a big deal. So, and let's think about this too. Water baptism did not, it wasn't a new thing in the New Testament when John the Baptist was water baptized. That's where we first see it in Matthew. The question is not, what the heck is going on here? No, that's not, that's not the question. They knew what water baptism was because the priests did it in the old Testament before they'd go into the temple. They had to be washed. They had to be clean. It was a washing. They had to be, it was a ceremonial tradition signifying that they were a priest going into the temple. Okay. So now wasn't there also a Jewish tradition? Like that's why they don't eat pork because there there's a cleanliness to it. You have to be clean. Yes. Sure. Sure. And it was just a rule. 
yeah, you know, just a rule that God gave because he wanted to set these people apart. So anyway, we have these washings, water baptism, but did, do people realize that baptism is not always associated with water? We can be baptized without water. Yes. And in there's, I, some people even say there's like 15 different kinds of baptism in the, in the Bible, which that but let's my just mind. talk about, let's just talk about three obvious baptisms in the Bible. There are three huge ones that even Jesus was baptized three times. People three times was he Different. baptized differently. He was yeah. water baptized with, um, yeah. No, I'm blank. He was water baptized at his water baptism. Yeah. <laughs> he had the Holy Spirit baptism when the dove descended. I think that's where it's at. And then he's also has a fire baptism. So you got those three very prominent baptisms, water, Holy Spirit, and fire. Yeah. It was identification. Jesus was identified in the priesthood when he was water baptized. Mm -hmm. He was identified by God as his son the Holy spirit when the dove descended. So God was identifying Jesus as his son. Yes. And then he will be identified or maybe he already has. Um, I'm going to get myself confused, but with the fire baptism is judgment baptism yes. because he told the disciples, you, this is a baptism. You cannot follow me into because this is a judgment. I have to pay on my own that yes. I have to do that. You can't do. But again, you know, here we are just identifying ourselves. And Rachel and I were talking about this earlier. Baptisms can be, it's you identifying yourself with a group of people. Um, what were the ones we were talking about? You know, Girl Scouts, uh, like, they Girl have their Scouts, little like, sign. You go through the ceremony. That's your um, ceremony to be identified with Girl Scouts. I know my kids, like when they became National Honor Society, there was a ceremony that showed that they were part of that. That was graduation that they were part of graduations are a huge baptism, if you will, you know, showing that you're great. identified with a, a group of people. Mm -hmm. And so we have lots of these. So they're just ceremonial traditions that we do that identify us with a group of people. And I think what irritates, like, I'm going to use the word irritate because I do, I just get kind of irritated or frustrated or whatever is when it is used as you have to do this in order to be a Christian with water right. baptism. Like if you don't do water baptism, then you really haven't given yourself to Christ. Now let's take this back just a little bit because in the new Testament, they had to be water baptized because they were, they were showing themselves as a priesthood. The, the children of Israel or the nation of Israel were to be the priests because God, God set this up. They were to be the priests that would, um, the people, the nations would come through to get to God or get to Jesus. So they, it was all kind of an example in the old Testament of how this would be. And then the whole nation of Israel had to be water baptized to prove or to show that they were these priests. So they had to do it. And if you believed that that was part of your calling or that was what God was doing, you do it because why would you not do it if you believed that program that was going on then? Mm -hmm. But what happened, not all Israel believed it and they had to do it as a group. It had to be done as a group. They had to unify as a group to do it and they didn't. And so 
that program kind of fell apart. Well, then we get to Acts and we have Paul that comes on the scene. And guess what? People get the Holy Spirit before they're baptized, water baptized. Right. Uh-oh, this is a problem, people. And God is showing a change there. He's showing, okay, we're going to identify you differently. You're not going to be identified as a priesthood. You're going to be identified as the body of Christ. That, that's different. Yeah. This is something different that the I'm new doing. Program. Yeah. This is a new, new program. program. Yeah. So now we're, when you look, when you read through the Bible and you see the word baptized or baptism, you take, you know, replace it with the word identified. And I think it will start to make sense how we have different things, but just water baptism is such a big name. Everybody knows what that's it, what that is. We just don't know. We just don't know those other things. And so it's interesting when you start to pick up on it, a lot of times in Paul's books of the Bible, when you see the word baptism, it has nothing to do with water. Now in the book of Acts, there is a little bit because it's, there's a change. People are still confused because they're still associating it with water. So they're still sort of doing that ceremonial. But then when you get into Paul's books, they're baptized without water and it's just Holy Spirit. Yeah. And so and it's okay just identifying people, them as different. I'm okay with people being water baptized. I have no. Yeah. If you want to, it's, it's just identifying you yeah, with a group of people. I mean, if that makes, you know, that's a do it. Yeah. And, but and don't think it is going to make from. this, it's going to automatically make you good. And we put this emotion behind it. It's like these highs, like you go through this, this discipleship walk, you go through this baptism, you go through this, you go through the, and I don't want my religion to be like this. I don't like that does not feel like it. And is. It feels good when we feel those highs. I mean, it's awesome. Those things are. But then I'm chasing that huge. Yeah, and I so want that's my high hard to be all the time to just go every day. I'm like, I get to, I get to, I, I believe what I believe, and I get to be in heaven. Like that's my high all day. But like when you have a low, then you start to question when you, when you, when bad things are happening to you. Right. But I'm saying like people who people will. have to chase the high and they, that is my saving the blessings. Right. And that then is they, when saving. they don't get blessed or they are in a bad place, then it's like, where, why has God forsaken me? Where is God? What, what is happening? So I'm going to challenge people to take this as, cause that's what I've had, where I found my peace is to go. I don't know why all this stuff is happening. You know, just like anything in the last kingdom, how it played out. I am not going to me choices, consequences. That's how I look at it. And I just go, this is such a short amount of time on the, on the time scale of life. Eternity. Eternity. This is such a quick blip. It doesn't feel like it. So I have to remind no. myself it is. And when the it's bad to imagine. happens, it's not like I'm not like I turned cold or anything, but I have to go, this is, this isn't it. This isn't it. This isn't it. This isn't it. Whatever is right. happening here is for my, my thing is for a reason is because it's going to apply later. Right. Not, it's for a reason. And I think in the next episode or the, yeah, the next um, season. So season five episodes, one through five, huge. We're going to answer some major questions about this. So I, yeah. I think it is huge with, there's going to be some relationships that are destroyed or end. 
and it's going to be super yeah. hard. And so we're going to answer some of those questions or we're going to dive into those. I'm going to, I'm not going to say I have the answers. We have found some different answers than what Christianity says, because like, you know, you have ales with, and that's all about God's blessings and punishments. Mm-hmm. Every time the Danes attack, she's like, oh my gosh, God is punishing us, but he's going to save us because we're going to make the right decisions and we're going to win the battles. And she's not the and, only one that thinks that. I know. And then they think this whole sickness, you know, let's dive into this sickness oh that is God. happening. And Christians don't get sick. Christians don't get sick. And that again is horrible because they're saying only if you're a sinner, will the sickness get you because right. God won't allow the Christians to die of the sickness. Yeah. I think we're really now in life where people realize that that is not, not true. True. I mean, we just went through, but (laughs) again, I think this show is great. How it works through these, how we can see how these thoughts are working through in their lives and they're trying to make it work. Yeah. Aylesworth is trying to make this work. Even Finnan. Finnan is just like, you know, he was so worried about, um, what was it in the last few episodes? Finnan was just terrified of, it wasn't, the, was it the sickness? Yeah, maybe yeah. it was the sickness. Yeah, he's terrified, he's terrified of the sickness because he really thinks that, you know, God is in control of the sickness and he's, he's like striking people dead here and there all willy nilly. Yeah. At least he doesn't think, I mean, he doesn't think because he's a Christian, he's immune. I mean, he's going, right. He's scared. Yeah. And you see this big, you know, could beat up anybody guy. That's like now. Yeah. Challenged with this. Um, and and so much prayer and like, oh, and then you see who they're going to help and who they're not going to help by who they're going to let in when Aylesworth comes to the gate and he's like, that's my mom. And he's like, we can't risk it. It doesn't matter who it is. We can't risk them coming in. And it's like COVID all over again. It is. And when I was watching it for the first time, so is that crazy season four, we had to wait on season four because of COVID. Like if you watched and you were following 2018 Mm. was season three. And then we had to wait like two years, 2020 was when. Okay. So I didn't watch, I watched the last kingdom during lockdown is when I found it. Mm. And then we had to wait because I'd watched through season three and then we had to wait for season four. Ah. And it was happening toward, and then season four came out while we were all still within the pandemic. So I'm watching this and I'm like, this is mirroring life. Again, <laughs> the sickness, the sickness, last kingdom mirrors life so well for something mm-hmm. that was so long ago. I think that's the other, I mean, I think that's, we've talked about that. That's one of the things that we absolutely love about this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Did you have like, I don't know how long we've been talking, but did you have, I think I, I wanted to hit on, touch on Edward a little bit. I don't want to hit on him. I want to touch on it. Because, <laughs> um, <laughs> the, um, he's such Oh, he's so young and immature and so influenced. These young people that come in as rulers, that would be what a hard job because he's got, what's his head? I can't remember his name. Oh, his father-in-law? Of of his wife in his ear nonstop, you know, and then everybody trying to manipulate him to get his, and because he's not strong enough yet. Right. He comes across as this baby who is he like, just doesn't have a lot of wisdom. No. 
and and he does who does he trust and like who's next to him and then you see his fear start to play out just like with Guthrum is it Guthrum Guthrid Guthrid the one that was yes. like king yeah manipulated by all the people telling him what to do and he didn't want to make decisions and yeah so I just I'm I'm rooting for Edward to get wiser and stronger and we see towards the end everybody's kind of like okay yes we need some peace for a while right this is crazy and it yeah they want that peace and Siora goes with Sigfigur and they had his kids yeah so you know what are you gonna do and he didn't choose he couldn't choose he couldn't choose between his two kids man he was up against a lot yes so who's saying grace edward were you choosing him or in that (laughs) moment when he couldn't choose his kids that's definitely that is um i i kind of like sit trigger for grace yeah and yeah i do too the reason why is because i think they're going i want people to be who they are right and that we can all be, you know, because that's one of the hardest things is wanting what's right for everyone. And wanting to all live in unity, unity. peacefully. And we can. Danes and Saxons living alongside each other peacefully. Why do we have to control? Other- but we've got Brita and Aylesworth. Brita wants it all Dane. Aylesworth wants it all Saxon. For me, religion right now, my Christianity I want to absolutely tell people about it. Have no mm-hmm. problem do that. But for me, that's where it stops. Right. I don't need to worry about the rest. And that's right. where I think we have the They best. can still believe something different and we'll still live right alongside them and it'll be just fine. You just you're not trying to necessarily convert them. That's right. not your job. It's not my job. Even though somehow that's okay, let's get into that another time. Let's do. I'm going to end on that here because that's a good topic. But yeah, I'm going to trigger and Stiora. I love that. I do love love. trigger. He's a good one. But I'm also going to say Edith too. I love Edith. And I love the way she questions and she knows what's going on, how she's treated. And she sees the evil in her brother and she doesn't, she doesn't go for the money and she doesn't go for the fame. She does what's right for everyone. She does what's right for everyone. Yeah. She makes wise choices. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. definitely sees the bigger picture but then also she becomes huge powerhouse yeah. because she makes good decisions and yeah anyway okay yeah. okay good stuff all right guys so, you know where to find us please comment please message us who dot is dot saying dot grace on name. instagram i'm gonna say it again who dot is dot saying dot grace on instagram Get on there, share it, like it, tell us what you think, but only make good comments and only good ratings. Don't come at us. (laughs) Five stars. Peace and love. Peace. Peace.